I was thinking about last week. Um, I made a massive error on the Marvel versus Harry Potter. Why? Because I said, I, could, I said all characters included and like bad people and stuff. And if that's the case, then Marvel would absolutely obliterate everything. Oh, I asked, I, I specifically asked that question because Voldemort is kind of undefeated. Well, wouldn't really be undefeated against anyone in Marvel. Mate, them gemstones would absolutely murder Voldemort, mate. Yeah, but I'm, I'm hoping not ruining Harry Potter for anyone here. But the only reason Voldemort was it... Be, no spoilers. Even... <laughs> no spoilers. <laughs> spoilers, what? No spoilers in a 14-year-old film. Um... The only reason Voldemort was even close, well, 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 got defeated, was because there's like six things which Harry had to get. Was it six, seven? What else? The Horcruxes. Yeah. Yeah, it's... but what what I'd say is, um, I think the I think the Marvel lads are smart enough to kind of figure it out. You think? And there's enough of them. Well, I mean, they figured out time travel allegedly. They've not studied, studied at Hogwarts long enough, I don't think. Brad, there's a bloke who can control an arrow with his with whistling in Marvel, right? <laughs> and my you, guess is that he would be able to find them six things pretty quickly. Yeah, but you can't see Voldemort. Yeah, you can. I, I, I think and, numbers-wise, there's a bit of an issue in that. Marvel Correct. was heavily outnumbered. Yeah, that's, yeah, that that was my uh, that would have been my main point. I, sp- I suppose there's a few there's a few pretty nasty spells knocking about though that you could start picking people off quite quickly with. Yeah, yeah. turn them all into full- fur balls and stuff like that. So again. Yeah, well, there's there's like what there's spells that you can instantly kill people with. So I'd probably say that that's the what they've <laughs> they're more worried about. Yeah, Australia do bad. not want Chris Hemsworth dying at any point because he is their biggest star. So, no one wants Chris Hemsworth dying at any point. No, no fucking. Welcome back to episode 12 then of um, Talking Heads and Tales. How are we doing, boys? Yeah, good. I think we've definitely started it on a random topic and it's going to continue on a long trajectory of randomness episode. So, um, I think we've all agreed that normally we'd talk about our week. However, the last podcast was two days ago, and the only thing that's happened in that time is I played rugby, Jed's watched me play rugby, and Pat's driven from Wales to Newcastle. So, I think yeah, we can save but... that for a couple more days. <laughs> uh, and I spent seven hours scoring a cricket game. How was that? Cold by the end, pretty cold. Mm. Um, Quick highlight, I didn't talk for seven hours. I don't know if you've ever watched anyone score at cricket. It's quite intense. It, like One action on the pitch relates to at least a couple, maybe three marks in the book, which just is hard to keep track of. So what is it? Ball? Run? Yeah, so like, if, if there's a ball and there's no run off it, you put a little dot next to the batsman, a little dot in the box, and then at the end of each over, you have to like total it all up and fill in more columns. And honestly, I don't know why um, cricket hasn't, you know, why, why, why is there not an Excel sheet we can just fill in nowadays? Surely there is. Surely there's enough. Must be. But, yeah, I mean, 
the XL sheet is a gap in the market, I think. Ask Jed. I'm that's the, I'm that's the in-house XL Audit machine. That's what I call myself. If I was a Marvel character, I would be audit machine. (laughs) Yeah. Jed, as 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 the um as the auditor, are you would you say the you're the audit machine or you're the operator of the audit machine? I'd say I'm a I'm a small insignificant piece of machinery in the audit machine what you're like you're like the screw that falls out when you're doing flat pack furniture and you go yeah don't know where that went um don't know what that does yeah like when you've built a set of cupboards and there's there's a few things left over at the end 100 percent replaceable that's me <laughs> well so we started the podcast with a bit of a challenging question. Well, it was meant to be a challenging question, but Pat's kind of denounced it with regards to Hyper V Marvel. Um, whilst playing rugby yesterday, we had another challenging question. Um, and I want to see if you have the same reasoning as me, Pat. Do F1 cars have pedals? Yes. What, what's your thought process behind it? On Drive to Survive, there's a point when I think Pierre Gasly's like sat in a gym somewhere in like Austria, and he's sat and he's like memorised the next race, and he's like got his eyes closed and his feet are moving and his hands are moving as well. He's thought too much about it, Pat Gerante. Um, I mean, I don't know how he can think too much about it when you've sprung the question on him less than thirty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, well, it's a very, it's a, I, I remember the scene. Um, but yeah, it's a good thought process. I like it, Pat. I said it's because like go karts. I think they just do gear changes on the steering wheel, don't they? Yeah, I mean, I thought it was common knowledge that <laughs> an F1 car, I love a pedal, <laughs> go and to stop. Can I say Can when, I get this the que- when this when this question arose, I was mid in a rugby game and probably walked off to the question of. People talking about F1 cars having pedals, so I don't know what, what the backstory actually was. Wasn't the most exciting game. Um, yeah, I was going to say, it doesn't sound like an exciting game. <laughs> no, we, we had we had that. the F1 sprint on just to watch the start. And then, um, I don't know, uh, an unnamed person thought that everything was just done on the steering wheel. Is that person living with you? No, they're living with you. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Brad's so, written that yeah. one down. He's going to bring that up at dinner tonight, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> no, I can, I can understand because they do fanny around with it. The, there's so many options on that on the steering wheel. Like, like the paddles on the uh, to change gear, aren't they? On the steering wheel. Yeah, it's like when you're getting like a nice fancy car and you've got like the paddles behind, aren't you? Like Um. The aforementioned person also came out with one of the best lines that I've heard um, said during a rugby league game. You know what? Brad would be good if he was quick. <laughs> I'd be really How'd good you if I was you saying, well, I'd be really good if I was you saying bolt quick. Yeah. Um, You'd be like Talakai. Get you in the centre. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't understand, like, what does she mean by, I didn't, I, I, I've asked this question numerous times. I was like, what do you mean by quick? Is in how do you want me to be quicker? Where, at what point in in the match do you want me to be quicker? Is it when I'm running the ball? In? Is it when I'm 
tackling. I don't. I didn't actually understand because I don't know. I suppose based based on, on based on the, that comment, I'd have said just all the time. Yeah, I'd yeah, say maybe. overall baseline speed. If that could be increased, <laughs> I'd probably need to lose a few kegs to get get a little bit quicker. Ah, oh, don't we all? It's okay. No, nah, you just need um, you just need neon coloured boots, don't you? Have you already got them? Oh, white stripes. boots. Yeah, I've got I've got oh, white right. boots with like an orange stripe. New boots are in are in the offering sometime soon. <laughs> what are you going to go for? About... Oh, stuff up. Um, I don't know. I might go quite rogue. I might either go black or just go proper Jed Maudsley Nerl third year. Uh, Venom Green. <laughs> Venom Green. They were the brightest shoes I've ever seen. They were they were actually really really comfy. Like they were probably one of the comfiest pair of boots I've ever had. Do you wear them at Pittsburgh? No, I've got some really classy royal blue Mizuno boots. No, right, right. lovely no, Mizuno boots. And then. Pat, are you um, getting back on the train of rugby? As in playing again? Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> he's going to go and pretend he's <laughs> over 40 and play for a Vets team. Yeah, I could do that, couldn't I? Yeah. yeah. Maybe, I, to be fair, this winter, maybe I should go down. I do live about 150 metres away from my local rugby club, so I should go down and have at least a couple of pints. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yesterday made me miss rugby so I'm looking forward to being fit again that should be good How uh, how's it going how's rehab going well yeah I don't know really it's hard to tell it, I honestly feel like there's zero improvement and day to day it can get worse can be a little bit better I don't know um, yesterday I tried to pass a ball around for a bit and it started hurting again my back but we'll see I'm going to go to the gym this morning and see how I'm feeling upper body wise I started um, started reading a book this week called Atomic Habits. It looks at um, one percent increase, a one percent improvement every day for so many years is like a ridiculous amount of improvement. So don't feel like you're making no progress. You're making small progress, but it's meaningful. Deep, I like it. Yeah. Okay, are we going to move on to the topic of this special before we? fall into the abyss of just rambling for an hour and not actually talking about what we should. I think yeah. I tried to start that and then we started rambling so far. We'll we'll let we'll let us talk about the last few days. But it just happens, pa- doesn't it? Pat, do you want to introduce it as it's your sort of pick this week? Yeah. Um I suppose quickly. I was tasked with not choosing a food one, which I thought was really unfair. I just thought I'd get that in there. Well, <laughs> um, you, oh, you sprung that on yourself. No, I think um, I said it. Sorry. So, in response to that, I've gone for top three fictional characters. And no, Brad, they don't need to be just wrestlers. And no, Brad, they don't need to just be cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> that was the weirdest take on it, on one of these. <laughs> <laughs> challenges I've ever heard. Um, so, I, my um, I took it as as nothing was off the table really. Films, TV shows, books, etc. Series is so Correct. 
that that's how I took it. Brad, have you got anything to say? Yeah, my my, my mind's exploded with the thought of how many things you could pick from. Yeah. I mean, um, wrestlers was the first thing that came to mind <laughs> due, to, due to childhood. So a wrestler, may, a wrestler may or may not feature. But then I'm also, <laughs> of, 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 over the weekend, started to think about like favourite movies, obviously fictional characters. So, yeah. They, that also could, but more like, I think my fictional characters from a movie is more, but. I'll let you know what once we get into the discussion. Um, yeah, like it's... I, I tried to stay away from my favorite movies. I kind of like just the best is kind of obviously down to interpretation, and and I thought like, did it mean the people I'd want to have a drink with the most, or go out with <laughs> on a night out, or like spend a day with, or ones that I thought were actually the best written characters but in the end I kind of just went with ones that just make me like happy uh, and that I just think like yeah you're cool or you're funny uh, I've not gone with anything serious mine are very much down a comedy comedy path comments Pat? Uh, yeah I'm pretty similar so I've not really chosen for like how well they're written or what role they play. It's more what role they've played in my life and how much I just like them. Yeah. So like, yeah, yeah. like it'll either it'll either have like a this character because that was a bit part of my childhood growing up, or it'll have been like this character because I like the films and I like the character. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> um just a quick one. I have an actual issue with one of my wrestlers. Why? Because the wrestler I would have picked, it's his actual name. So is he playing a fictional character or is he playing himself? He's playing himself. Uh, He's playing a different ego. Yeah, so I can't use him then, can I? No, you can't. I think you can. No, uh, I think someone else. It's fine. It was number three anyway, so. Does any do anyone does anyone have any shout outs before we start? I mean, I've got a couple. Probably all comic book movies. Uh, I've not picked for any from from them, which you'll probably be quite surprised about. Wow! Um, I don't know why, but I just did like they did again. Top movies, like my favorite movies, and I've just I don't know. My gut didn't want me to include them, but shout out to all them, especially uh, Chris Pratt's character Star Lord from Guardians of the Galaxy. Second shout out is to Thad Castle and Alex Moran out of Blue Mountain State. <laughs> what a show! What two guys? My love of mojitos was only enhanced by that show, and especially Thad Castle's use of the very apt rhyming slang, best bros. But yeah, they're mine. And um, Ben out of Parts and Rec, because I see a lot of myself in him. Nice. Accountant, bit of a geek, but really kind at heart. Them last two programmes I've not heard. What? How have you not heard of Parts and Rec? Never heard of it. Are you and I think me? you'd love Blue Mountain State. No, never heard of it. It's going to be long, this Brad. If you're if you're taking <laughs> if you're taking that line of inquiry, old frigging discussion, it's going to be long. 
Let's let's get into it, Brad. I want to hear your three because you have to go first for this because I think there's going to be a lot of discussion generated uh, from your. Are we three. doing three, two, one, or just three, two, three, one? Three, two, one. Right. Um, third, maybe a bit of recency bias, but I've gone Spider Man. Which iteration? Uh, I just think me and probably the character. I think I grew up probably that. Like, Spider Man was like my favourite sort of superhero growing up mainly because when I look back on films I think that was from time points Spider-Man was Spider-Man hit at the right time each time and also the new ones actually really good films so I thought more like a recency bias yeah but I think it's class character and it's an interesting story and I think even though obviously they repeated what the original one like three times now in that uh, it gets yeah. bit by spider, so I think that's that's also good in that each one's still been a class film. Never never done a bad sort of iteration of the film either. I just thought I wanted to get one superhero in there and probably Spider Man's up there. Yeah. Do you do you see yourself in Spider Man a lot? Um, <laughs> you know, maybe, kinda like supple, kind hearted. Maybe if I was a bit quicker. Does it for the good guy? If you were quicker, you'd a be a good Spider-Man and b be better at rugby league. <laughs> exactly. So that's maybe the jealousy. No, I, I think it probably is recency bias. I think if I spend a little bit longer thinking about it, it might not make the list. But um, but you you can't be asked to think about stuff for for this podcast. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I have been thinking, but I've been struggling to like. I wanted to do one from like one from a TV series. Yeah, one from a, one from movies, and it's and then a wrestler, and then a wrestler, yeah, and then, <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's probably between Spider Man and my favorite film is John Wick. Well, is John Wick are taken? So John Wick would have been up there because that character is cool as fuck too. Yeah, nice. No, like Spider Man, especially especially the recent ones with Tom Holland. Like, I think there's a good good mix of comedy. Lightheartedness, but seriousness, and who, yeah. who can't love just a, a bit of a lovable rogue? Exactly, exactly, exactly. Do you just go second and one now, or no? I shall no, go no. all three. Go on, Dad. You go next. So my first. Right. This this is a massive rogue shout, I think, but it has a little bit to do. This is I, this is le- meant in the least misogynistic way ever. And I apologise to anybody that listens to this if it comes across that way. But this has got to do with, this is probably my celebrity crush as well. This character. Not, well, the actress as well. Or actor. Uh, but Becca from Pitch Perfect. The okay. character Anna Kendrick plays. She just she just seems cool as fuck. She obviously has a voice of an angel. And <laughs> Yeah, she just she honestly just seems like she'd be great just to go out and, and chew the fat with. In in top three fictional characters, you pitching picking something from Pitch Perfect was like in the less than two percent category. Mate, I, I mean I said I it was rogue. That's I so rogue, Jeff. I can't believe you give it two percent. I've got it at point point one or point point zero one percent. 
I genuinely think the Pitch Perfect films are unreal. I genuinely really enjoy watching them. <laughs> Jeff, and I always is... will do. But that, that I, is so off topic and so and I, rogue. And I do love it because Becca is just a fucking class character. <laughs> and just everything about her. She's just got attitude. She's funny. Are you, are you a big fan around. of Anna Kendrick? Yeah. Massive Anna Kendrick fan. Um, but yeah, I mean, the songs are, the songs are good. I think they're quite well written, uh, the films. And I know I didn't include that, but but yeah, <laughs> Becca from Pitch Perfect, number three, locking it in. Go on, comment. That's brilliant. That's absolutely brilliant. Um, I don't really know. I don't quite know what to say to that, Jess. Pitch Perfect. Wow. It's not... It treads a fine line between fiction and sort of like, I know obviously it's not a factual thing, but, but it's, yeah. it's hardly like, yeah, fair enough, mate. Back um, of pitch perfect. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> speaking in hypotheticals, um, yeah, speaking in hypotheticals, if, if I did uh, get an Anna, Anna Kendrick lookalike to... to Turn up to my twenty seventh birthday party or something, you know. <laughs> if you're looking, if you're looking to organise something, I won't be mad at it. Um, okay, Pat, is are you having an acapella birthday party? Yeah, I did actually. I did actually come across someone on uh, a a popular dating app whose prompt was like the dorkiest thing about me. Like I would, I was in the acapella society at uni. I was like, I get it. I understand it now. It's cool. Pat, I hope yours isn't as rogue as Jed's. No, it's not. It's not as rogue. Um, number three, I had a bit of a shortlist, so I've done three, two, one in terms of um, like three's been my like sort of playful, lovable rogue, a bit like the Spider-Man choice. But I had a bit of a shortlist here. Um, but I've gone for. In, in number three, Rocket from Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, massive fan. Interesting how you've both gone superheroes. Yeah. I, I'll tell you who I had in the shortlist alongside that. It was like Bart Simpson, fairly influential character as you grow up. And Pat, He was not a naughty boy like Bart Simpson when he was younger. No, but watch The Simpsons. Um, I, was, I was good. Um... Yeah, so I had it was it was a three way pick between Rocket, Bart Simpson, and Gimli from Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I like Rocket, massive yeah. fan. Like his character arc as well in the yeah. first film. Um, yeah, you're gonna actually find I think I'm a bit weird, but I've never seen Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, oh my <laughs> god! Why do we do this with you? How have you never seen Guardians of the Galaxy? If you ask me what Guardians of the Galaxy was about, apart from judging off the name, I actually won't have a clue. You need to watch it. I mean, I'm not going to spoil further further episode potentials, but it is genuinely it one of my favourite films. It's, it's an 8 out of 10 on IMDb, so that must be a good sign. The soundtrack is insane. And it's actually got a pretty good storyline. Yeah. I think. I mean... Pat, Rocket, what what you what you liking about him? 
I mean, I like his mannerisms. I like that yeah. he he takes no shit, but he's also quite funny. Um, yeah. and like keeps people honest, and in some of the worst situations, makes makes light of it whilst also taking action. I like it. What yeah. animal is he? He's a raccoon. Right. Do you like raccoons? No, but he kind of reminds me of Toby the dog. <laughs> <laughs> like if Toby the dog could talk, I think I think he'd sound like Rocket and behave like yeah. Rocket. Yeah, he's like a bioengineered, uh, <laughs> bio bioengineeringly enhanced raccoon. So he's not just your bog standard raccoon. Yeah. Come on, Brad, give it some credit. I mean, you'd appreciate it if you'd seen the film. Yeah. Well, our next episode of the pod, I will try and watch said Guardians of the Galaxy and I will... Um, yeah. 100%. I'll tell you my favourite characters. Yeah, can't wait for that. Um, Pat, do you see... So, like, the height difference between kind of, like, Rocket and Groot, obviously two, two very close friends. Do you see yeah. myself and you in that? A lot. So yeah. So, do you, what, do you I'm see Groot Rocket as kind? And... Yeah, yeah. Do you see Rocket kind of like <laughs> you, the Jed character in the uh, yeah, scenario? I, I can go. I can go with that. Yeah. And Brad would be um, the Vin Diesel guy. <laughs> yeah. No, he'd be the Batista guy. Drax. Batista. Drax. Oh, wrestling, yeah. Wrestling reference. I could have told you that. <laughs> Brad would be Drax. Um, Brad and it was Drax one in the morning, have, wasn't it? Yeah. Brad and Drax have kind of. I'm not going to say opposite sides of the scale, <laughs> body type, but I mean, I think if you, I think if you blurred the face out on each of them, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be hard to judge you as who. Is yeah. Drax a good person to be? Yeah, yeah. He's he's funny. Hmm. He's, he's, Maybe you should watch it, Brad. Yeah, so definitely said, watch it. I will, I'll watch it by by next episode of the pod. Al would enjoy it as well, I think. Yeah. I want a Brad's review. We'll have a Jed's review of yesterday, and I want yeah. a Brad's review of Guardians of the Galaxy. Right, okay. That can be our next podcast. Yeah. What review in Guardians of the Galaxy? Right, Brad, yeah, love number it. two. Um, so number two, as I already previously discussed, I just had to get a wrestler in there. <laughs> a wrestler would normally have gone number one if we did this podcast maybe like six, seven years ago, because I was on old. No, not six, seven years ago, but like ten years ago, because I literally grew up on wrestling, like every day. I even once went to wrestling and bought a program, and I redrew the whole program of every wrestler. That's fair play, mate. That's dedication. That's, yeah, that is dedication. So me and my mate, me and my mate did it, but he was a bit shit at drawing. So, not not saying I'm any, I'm not, saying, not saying I'm Bangkok, but, and I mean, I didn't, I drew him, but I was like tracing him, I wasn't actually like freehanding, yeah. freehanding Stone Cold Steve Austin off the bat. Um, But yeah, so, but there's a long list of wrestlers that are sort of like, oh, we just, the Donnie's growing up. So you've got like Eddie Guerrero, um, The Rock, Stone Cold. But I think the main man is definitely John Cena, and he's still probably the main man today. So, number two. Oh, unreal. That's absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Please, can someone play the music into their mic? <laughs> right, we'll do it. I'll do it. 
he's, he's just such a guy. And I think through the face, he's gone. I'm, I'm not going recently. You can't, well, the T-shirt, you can't see me, John Cena. I'm going... So good. Class. Oh, brilliant. Um, I mean, Brad, I would have been he... so disappointed if you didn't pick, if you picked anyone else. It had to be John Cena. Yeah, but when he used to wear like a chain around his neck, that was yeah. that was that was the proper John Cena, proper like when he was up and coming, being like a bit of a obviously when I, I was younger at this point, it's unreal. But I've got to give a memorable shout out to Eddie Guerrero because when he died, I was a broken, broken child. Yeah. Mental, the Eddie Guerrero thing, because when he died, I went and watched like live WWE at the Manchester Arena. I was also a massive WWE guy um, the next day. And it was before the news had broke, like globally. So they, they like told everyone at this live show. Died. Wow. So that was pretty mental. But yeah. Yeah. The Massive next... John Cena fan. So when he got an... when Eddie Guerrero announced died, he died. They didn't do a, a, a proper show over in America the next next week. They just yeah. did like a memories sort of thing of Eddie Guerrero and I was in absolute bits. But then... Yeah. I think um one of the best wrestling rivalries I can remember was John Cena and John Bradshaw Layfield. I remember that that being that being up there. That was a good one. I also liked Carlito because he was a massive, massive twat, but also yeah. really good for the show. I've also got a bit of a disclaimer that when I was young and went to watch WWE, uh, do you remember Heidenreich? Who? Heidenreich. He, he was, so the week before, obviously, when you're a kid, you don't think it's scripted. The week before, he punched a fan. So in yeah. Manchester, he was saying, I'm going to come and punch a fan. So I just ran out the arena. <laughs> <laughs> I was shit scared. So that was that was also a good memory from my younger days. Yeah, that is funny. Um, did you did you both what? have the PlayStation 2 game? Oh, oh, yeah, loved it. What a game. Yeah. Just, yeah. Cage oh, fights for the worst. Had a fair few. Oh, yeah, cage fight or like it was cage fight or hell in a cell. Obviously, I prefer yeah. cage fights you could just climb in the cage and jumping off it, doing stupid stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, good games then. Loved it. Oh, so good. Um, Jed. Yeah, just just before we move on from from wrestlers, I think there's one wrestler that's or two. Mm, no, I'm going to go three wrestlers that that deserve a shout out. Uh, number one would be Ric Flair. Ooh, okay. Number two and three come together, but when Shawn Michaels and Triple H uh, reunited to do DX, yeah, that was that was like that that was elite wrestling. That days, was that was cool. That was really cool. Did you still watch it when NXT tried to take over WWE? No. Oh, that was cool. So they went for a phase of probably like ten episodes where. So obviously they'd be doing the WWE matches, but then a company called NXT would be like taking over. So they'd block yeah. out the arena and these four lads would come in and just batter everyone. And then the show <laughs> would just stop. It was mental, but it was also class at the same time. But yeah, nice. he, 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 to be fair, 
lit of shout out could go on forever and ever, couldn't it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Ray Mysterio, but, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. yeah. Dudley Boys, Hardy Bros. Yeah. Love it. We could go on forever here. We could. Um, who's next, Jenny? Is it you? It's number yeah. two. So, Is it, can we uh, have a disclaimer before if it's as rogue as the last one? Or? Um, I mean, I don't think it's as rogue. Uh, and I don't, you two definitely won't. But some people that haven't kind of been introduced to this British institution, I'm going to say. Um, so Pat very well knows that I, I know this series probably word from word. Uh, and Brad, <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing you do as well. Um, but I think one of one of the best best shows ever made for British television is Phoenix Nights and into Max and Paddy's Road to Nowhere and just because the amount of single liners so I I could have picked a handful of characters from from this but because of the amount of one liners that he's got I've picked Max uh, Maxwell Bygraves I think his full name is Um, but yeah and he's just he's just so funny and every time I just I I can't I can't put a ladder up or somebody climb up a ladder without me just in my head or more or less out loud just going, Whoa, two words, Falklands. And it's just little <laughs> things like that. That just it just makes me happy. And yeah, I just I just think he, he's bloody he's great. He just... No, I, I think you <clears throat> yeah, I think Top draw. I think you can't really, you can't argue Phoenix, Phoenix Knights and even even Max and Paddy. It's just absolutely outrageous, outrageous humour. But it's just something you could just constantly watch and just never get bored of. Yeah, agreed. And it it almost makes it better that like it's nowhere to be found really, like apart from some some streaming websites that uh, aren't the mainstream ones and potentially not fully legal. Um, but then there's, there's obviously the DVDs knocking about. It just seems to have been erased from like existence, and I don't think I don't know if that has to do with cancel culture because I don't think there's loads of like really bad things in it, like Little Britain or Come Fly with Me. But some of the humour is actually really funny, like really like smart. And I know Peter K is obviously a really intelligent, smart comic, so you can definitely tell. <clears throat> That's a good point, actually, Dad. I haven't, I haven't thought about that. Is Phoenix Knights is brilliant. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to replay all all episodes through my head to see if there is anything in the cancel culture. You know, I I don't think there's anything too ridiculous. Like, there's a yeah. couple. There's a couple of things I think maybe you should drop a couple of episodes. Um, but yeah, other than that, I think it's good to go. Get it out. Yeah, yeah, Give get it, it out there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I agree too. I, there must be a reason behind why. They're not being replayed on terrestrial TV, but I, 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 I think they are just humour wise and not relatability. But if you go into like your local British Legion or and you probably won't go to like social clubs, but it's exactly the same as that. It's like, think there's, it, like there's no difference yeah. whatsoever. You'll probably see a man in a wheelchair batting around, battering people. Yeah. Um... 
we drove past like on the corner from the main road going down to your rugby club brad there is like a bass and tetley's sponsored like working man's club and yeah we drove past it and uh one of the lads just went that's just stinks of phoenix nights <laughs> like a square building with a flat roof and across like the top is like uh the name and like the brewery and then white paneling all the way around yeah where there's not yeah. a window pebble dash yeah i mean I could, I could probably sit here and quote for five minutes just one-liners from max or funny lines but i mean i'm not gonna but definitely if you've never watched it recommend highly really really good yeah, yeah i think part- i yeah I think you do have to have had some experience in a, a, a sort of working man's club or a social or a, a British Legion or something like that to, to fully get the value from it. You, yeah. like, if you've not been to like a 70th birthday party in a social club near you, then Phoenix Knights might not be one one for you. No. Agreed, yeah. Okay, number two, um, Pat. My number two is uh, just because I think She's you just can't argue with her, and um, she's brilliant in the role. It's Daenerys Targaryen from Game of Thrones. I've yeah. lost you both, I don't know. No, no, yeah, I'm um, I'm just trying to. It's tough because, and I don't think this is Daenerys's fault. Um, I don't think I don't think the last series does her justice. No, as with no. as with a lot of characters in Game of Thrones. Yeah, I agree with that. But I think just overall, if you were to look across all the series, I think she's just, um, yeah, impressive, impressive role, impressive character, inspirational leader, you know, all, yeah. all the above. Yeah, no, I agree. And I love how she takes no shit and she can yeah. control dragons. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, that's exactly why I picked her. Yeah. She can, she can, yeah, control dragons. Yeah, that is good. Do some serious damage. Highlight, what would you say is like the top moment that stands out? See, I do quite like, and I know the last two series isn't a nice watch if you're a Daenerys fan, but I did quite like when she just lost her mind and just went, went, went full, full, full um, destruction on everyone at the end. Full bucket footy. Yeah. I enjoyed that. I'm not going to. Yeah. I, I definitely agree. I also know the answer to this question before I've asked it. Brad, have you ever watched Game of Thrones? <laughs> no. <laughs> Brad, could, uh... Brad exclusively watches Rugby League, F1, and then anything on YouTube related to boxing or yeah. F1 no. or Rugby League. You're doing me a disservice there. I'm, just, I'm very niche with what I enjoy watching, especially like TV programmes. So <laughs> I know we talk about fictional characters here, but like fictional stuff to the realm of like that sort of realm where it's like impossible to happen. Obviously being bit by Spider and turning to Spider Man is also not really going to be happening, but you can kind of work you put your head around it. But anything like dragons and stuff, I'm just not as in tuned or not I couldn't I've not really got the concentration for it. But I, yeah. I appreciate the programmes and obviously appreciate the cinematics of them, but um, it's fine. I don't think Guardians of the Galaxy is going to be for you. Probably. In fairness, though, the name. In fairness, the name, Brad. I, I'm very good at like reading it, so 
if I don't like the name, I'd probably go, do you know what? It's probably not for me. Like Game of Thrones. I go, right, what what the throne's gonna be about? And then I'm like, right, well I think probably do myself to service, but Whilst whilst Jed often sits in the middle of us on the scale, on many scales, um he sits at one end of the scale and you sit in the other and I sit in the middle here, Brad. Like I'm not into dragons or space and stuff. Like it's not it's not like a I'm not yeah, it's not a big thing for me, although my number one might contradict that. But um like I'm not really number into one, like white, yeah. uh not far. Um no, uh um I'm not really into dragons and stuff, but one thing I liked about Game of Thrones is like I do quite like all the family politics and how it all like yeah. works out and who's gonna do what next and stuff. So like the dragons are just an extra. Yeah, I was just about to say about the politics point. Like it's not it's not just a fantasy kind of like badly written, but there's dragons and magic and stuff, which there's dragons in it and that's about it. It's very much political based and about underdogs and power and stuff like that. It's definitely more than meets the eye. And you love an underdog, Brad. There's so many yeah, underdogs exactly. in Game of Thrones. You love an underdog that much. You you've put white to knock out Fury last night. No, I was only winding people up there. Oh bollocks, no you weren't. Oh here we go again. <laughs> no, no, oh yeah. I just support Salford to wind people up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm from Salford. I'm going to support Salford. Um, but I've never actually sat down. Well, I've never sat down and watched one episode at U. Was it almost at uni? Probably. Yeah, it yeah. would have been because it was finishing up when we were at uni. So, and I just couldn't really get into it. But I think my number one kind of sums up where I am with what sort of stuff I watch. And okay, go on then. We'll go for it then. Um. I am touching on your number two, Jen. I've gone Brian Potter. Oh, I love it. I just, Brilliant. Absolutely love it. The main thing is, is I, I know Pat touched on it earlier, it's mainly like, like how you cycle through life with watching different things. And I used to always watch Phoenix Nights on Christmas Day. Every Christmas Day, we like the family. So that's always brings up things about like good memories. But just even like on like the Phoenix Nights, still like the Twitter page, the little clips. Yeah, I just genuinely don't think you can get a better series. Um, I'd like to shout out a few different series, but I think that'll be a good another good top three, top three sort of podcast um, podcast episode. Because no, yeah, completely agree. I think we will all differ. Maybe I think Phoenix Nights might feature in most of ours. Maybe, <laughs> but top three. Um, yeah, I think so. But I just think Brian Pot. It's just such a such a good like. I think it's more like so relevant in how I grew up, like going like I used to always be in like my local legion with, with like my old man and stuff. So it's just so relatable and so, so, so funny. Yeah, agree. And Brian Potter, a lot like Max, like I think there's so many one liners and you can tell both of them are played by, by the same actor in Peter K that I just think obviously editing's will have stuff to do with it, but the timing of everything is just impeccable. The timing oh. of de- de- and the delivery of everything. And I can tell it's definitely my number one because I, even just talking about it, I just want to go, probably go on YouTube and just fuck on just the most random episode and just, you probably yeah. still be just there like crying, laughing. Like, yeah. m- my favourite episode is the is the um, the Bouncy Castle one. Yeah, that is top draw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, and then also when Max and Paddy go on a booze cruise and then they start diversifying their menu. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just, Just brilliant. Yeah. Um, They're obviously two separate characters, mine and yours, said, but there's just a lot of like similar punchlines and stuff in there. Yeah, I think the reason as well, the reason we like them is is similar. Like, I always used to watch Max and Paddy and Phoenix Nights growing up, and it just brings back great memories. And whenever we watch it, we just, I can, I just laugh at it every single time. Yeah. So good. So, so good. Okay, um, so, class number one. like that. Yeah, my number one, this is a little bit rogue, but it's from my favourite TV show. Um, and I'm not, I don't know, this isn't popular with a lot of people, but it just makes me happy, this show, and, and this character's prob- probably why he's just such an idiot. And But he's kind of like a smart idiot, and um, it always, yeah, yeah, you've got it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it, it just it's just got me through through some times this show. Like whenever I needed just cheering up, I, I usually just just put it on. Um, not as much recently as I used to, but definitely for reunion, I've got some some great memories of it. Uh, but the show is Brooklyn Nine Nine, and the character is Jake Peralta. Um, again, could have could have picked a couple, but I just think Jake's just very funny. And uh, Andy Samberg, I know people have said like he just plays like idiot characters, but and I do agree in a lot of things, but um, I don't think he does in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And I think he's kind of like a smart character, which just has a little bit of idiot about him. Yeah. Do you know like what, <clears throat> Yeah, this, 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 um, even the series, it's not lost on me as in. I actually really enjoy when I watch it. I mean, yeah. the only thing I get sometimes lost with it is it kind of like, each episode kind of like links on to one another, which I think where Phoenix Nights is great in that, yeah, if you just watch one episode, sometimes I think I, I, when I've watched it, I've gone, I can still understand it, and it's still like a great show. And I think some of the characters in there are ridiculously funny. Um, you can get a bit lost because of the obviously that like, storyline that links to. If that, yeah, like, do you understand what I'm coming from? Yeah, that I do, I do understand that, and I think, I think it may, uh, um, I think that's more a problem of like. American sitcoms that just have like hundreds of episodes. Yeah. Like, I think Friends can be like that. Like, if you just like dip into some Friends and you're not like properly all fay with it, like, yeah. I just think sometimes you can be a bit lost of where characters are. Um, but, but yeah, it's big fun. A weird one for that one. I'd say my favorite character is the female detective in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. What's it called? Which one, Rosa or Amy? Let me get it up. Uh, the hard-faced one or the like geeky one? The hard-faced one is that? Yeah, um, Rosa. The... Stephanie <laughs> Beard. Beard Beards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I also love about the show is it's just it just like it hits on a couple of hard topics, which I really like, and I think it does them all really well. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, not not much what? else to say. Do you know what? Point of view. Touching on that, I think what would be good for us all probably to go back, back on watching is now that we're in adult life, is if we all watch The Office, the UK version. Because I remember my dad used to watch that and that was his favourite and said it's the most ridiculous thing he's ever seen. 
as in like relatability and also humour. So I'm not sure if you've watched it all, but I think that'd be something good to sort of touch on because we'll watch because it is meant to be hilarious, but I probably didn't appreciate it when I was younger because obviously never worked in an office in my life. Yeah. I watched, I watched a few later on. Did you? Yeah, they're all right. Like it's it's a bit um some of it's a little bit old school, like right, like it's you know, it's made in the time that it was sort of aired, obviously. But like it is there it is it's still relatable, I think. Yeah, I've I've never watched the UK or the US to be fair. I've heard great things and I've tried to get into the US and Dude, I don't know. I've everyone. I've said this to people that I've not didn't really get into it that like the first few episodes. But everyone says like, "Oh, you have to power through the first series and then it gets better." But we'll give it a go. It's hard doing that though, into powering through a whole series just to, just in the yeah. hope that something gets better. Yeah, agreed. Um, but final one for you. Yeah. So. This is going to contradict the comment I made at Brad earlier, but in at number one for me is uh, Luke Skywalker. I mean, and I it's, can't. It represents more than just Luke Skywalker, obviously. It's more about, like, Star Wars is just a brilliant, brilliant collection of stories, films. It's just, I don't know, I used to watch it every Christmas. Got a Millennium Falcon, Lego Millennium Falcon that I built with my dad. Just it's one of those things. It's I just in, I just enjoyed Star Wars, and when I was ill at the start of the year, um, I had a lot of time doing nothing, and I just absolutely smashed all the Star Wars, and it was absolutely brilliant. I think um, Star Wars is a very good ill watch, but yeah, massive Star Wars yeah. fan myself, as well shown as shown by my Jedi Knight dressing gown. Yeah, and um, yeah. Artwork, but yeah, I, Pat, um... Pat, I must say, in the last episode of the podcast, you said I was turning into you, but you just sprung on three fictional characters that I have zero relevancy with. <laughs> well, I'm really glad about that, Brad, because I got really upset by the fact that you don't take your phone to bed anymore and you've got a loomy lamp. <laughs> but no, yes, yes, I think Star Wars, they are very long films, aren't they? Not really. No, I think that's like... one was like your average film, like just over two hours. Right. Um, Brad, favorite stop Star Wars finding film? excuses but... for the fact you've never seen Star Wars. Do you know what? With Star Wars, I think there's. You do have to get into it. I think you don't. You probably would have had to get into it when you were younger. But Guardians no, yeah, of the Galaxy, I think, I think Guardians of the Galaxy is absolutely no excuse. Like everyone of any age will like Guardians of the, Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Well, I will be giving that a try. I think, like both your like your parents like Star Wars. They do actually, yeah. Yeah, they watch it. Like my cousin used to really like it. Um, so when I was like young, young, he was like, how, how old? He was probably like 12 when I was like four. So like he always, he got into it when he was younger and was into it. And then I kind of like played with his toys when I went and saw him and stuff like that. So, and I liked the films, but 
like Pat said, like in it into it since since you were a kid. You just really it's just nostalgia more than anything, I think, for me. Yeah. yeah. Like, no, that's fair. I remember when the the last film came out. It's like a proper family family event. Like we all went out, yeah. and we all went to the cinema and watched it and stuff. Like, and it was like, oh, Star Wars is finished now. And then, like, in subsequent years, we've like watched them in order. Yeah, it's good. Does yeah. your, um, I like it. Does your significant other like it, Pat? Nah, nah, Brad. But I got nah, Brad when I suggested Star Wars because we got Disney Plus now as well. Yeah, she did like The Mandalorian, which I, yeah, just I never didn't got get. into that. I've now no longer got Disney Plus, uh, and there's a lot of series I want to watch. So if if you want to share the love, please please feel free to find me <laughs> over your um, login. Login. Yeah, let me make a note. Of that. <laughs> Thank you. Um, um, yeah, but yeah, I love Star Wars. Uh, shout out to Han Solo as well. I think he's a twat you have to love character. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just, it's just a great series of films. But seen as I've now said three things that Brad cannot talk on any note, I thought it, what a, a good way to finish today's podcast with the last couple of notes we have is obviously it's the biggest day of the football season for you two. It's the Liverpool derby. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is half four. So, I think um, Everton coming to it on a strong draw in midweek against Leicester. So a sentence nobody else has ever said. <laughs> no confidence, <laughs> confidence will be up. Um, we did. Did we beat him last year at Anfield? Or the year before? I don't know. I mean, I yeah. won't worry about that too much. You've never I'm, gone down, but I'm, you're probably going to go down this year. Yeah, I'm more worried that Burnley won at the weekend. That 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 still rumbled me. One midweek, so that still rumbled me now. And Burnley playing at two o'clock at home against Wolves. The live they reaction thought... of Burnley losing, or Burnley winning, was probably one of the funniest things I've, I've ever witnessed. I can get it back on video if you want. I just want to see your face because you just looked so sad. You just you looked like a dog that had just had a toy taken off it because it had weed on the floor. Do you know what I'll do for you? I'll get the print screen of said moment and I will send it into the group chat so you can have a laugh. Thank you. Nice one. Um, Thanks, Brad. But no, I think Liverpool are just on scintillating form at the minute. I think they've only, in the last 10 games, they've drawn one, one nine. You probably go further back than that, to to be fairly fairly honest. So, um, I'd say it's a tough ask. I think it's pretty much like an impossible ask. So, that's. Yes. I mean, Liverpool this year alone in twenty twenty two drawn two games, lost one, and that loss was into Milan in the Champions League when they put kids out because they were already through and every other game they've won oh, apart from Benfica they drew so three draws which is just re- absolutely ridiculous so uh, I'd love it if we, I'm not going to pull Kevin Keegan but I would love it if we got a result <laughs> <laughs> um, no go on I want, I want the quote to um, I want the quote to end on we'll do scores and then I'll do predictions <laughs> Um, I can't do it to myself doing this whole Kevin Keegan because 
it will just come back to haunt me after 20 minutes in and with 3 0 down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, score Three bits, one. I, I don't think we'll score. I think four nil. I think depending on who starts for um, Liverpool, uh, I'd go Diaz gets two because it's first his first Merseyside derby and he looks like a freak of a player, and then probably Salah and Mane. I'm gonna go three one. Uh, and I'm not going to go for all the scorers apart from I think Canate is going to get a header. Will Canate play? Uh, I'm, I mean, I'm not sure. But... You're, only, you're only playing when you've got fast strikers, don't they? And That's going off five below. Um, it's fine. Pat, where you go? Pat, where are you going? 40. Oh, I like it. Any rogue scorers? Uh, no rogue scorers, but I think Everton will have to. Everyone will have to throw the kitchen sink at it if they want to get a result. So they're either going to park the bus and it's going to you're going to get pumped, or um, you're going to play to win, or you know play to try and get a result. Yeah, I'd happily play ten defenders. Again, <laughs> grind out a nil nil. It's I... all or nothing, though, isn't it? Like, how helpful is one point? Massively. So that one point midweek put us four points point ahead of Burnley. Ahead. Yeah, Burnley then just Burnley then won, won midweek. So they are one point behind. It is scary. I, I genuinely think there's probably like a 70% chance of going down. Mm. Burnley have a better run in than you. Yeah, much better. Anyway. Right. I am in, in for a dreadful day because Salford are playing Wigan too. Yeah, Brad, honestly, I'm not jealous of you. But... <laughs> what are you having for your tea, Brad? Is there, is there anything nice that's going to happen to you today? Oh, I'm not, even I'm not even got anything in. I'm like... Fancy... Imagine if 2022 is the year that Salford and Everton both get relegated. No. no. <laughs> it, it's, it's genuinely a possibility. Like, no possibility. It's... it's, it's a decent chance of happening. Yeah, really, like, really decent. I think with Salford, we've, we've had it a bit rough in that we've had a lot of away games. So I think yeah. we've played 11 games this year and we've had four at home. And of them four, we've won two, lost two. So, but, but yeah, obviously, if you could play all your games at home, it'd be a different, different game, wouldn't it? Yeah, especially if you're Bradford. And on that note, I think we should wrap up. Uh, yeah. If anybody's got any ideas, email talkheadsandtails at gmail.com. Get us on Twitter, THNT pod, THNHT pod. Just search Talkheads and Tales. But yeah, it's been brilliant, lads. I'll speak to you soon. See you later. Cheers, fellas. See you in a bit. Bye. Bye.